Welcome to the Black Minds Matter podcast. I'm Mac, of course, kicking it my man Rev. Hey Rev, what's going on with you, man? How you feel? Man, I'm cool, man. I'm cool. You forgot the now and this is a now production part, man. What happened? What's wrong with you, bro? Well, I guess I better explain to the people. People, you might get a different Mac tonight because I made sure to, uh, I guess I shouldn't say made sure, but I had some time with some friends from out of town and we had a few drinks. So uh, we'll see what happens tonight. <laughs> man, a few libations. So we're going to see what happens tonight. My tongue might be a little looser than normal, but I'm going to do my best to keep that under control. Because, you know, that is a double-edged sword, right? <laughs> right? So, people, hang with me. Understand that all this don't always mean what it means. And, you know, have your own conversations. <laughs> right, right. We're going so we to we go. try to limp through this. So, today, y'all, we are talking about something that Mac and I, we speak on this all the time to each other in our personal life. So, we figured we'd give it to y'all. And that is this notion of the overcorrect. Like, oh, like, yeah. like, clearly some things, you know, they have this, this word antiquated and antiquated means like an outdated idea or practice. And it's like, okay, mm -hmm. well, what makes something outdated in practice? But today we're going to be the arbiters of what is outdated, and what is not. So, <laughs> so I, I think that we've, I think that we've had some overcorrection and really what spawned the whole idea was over the summer, um, the Olympics were here and, you know, our, our, our beautiful sister, Simone Biles, like, she, I don't know, was it five events or something like that? Five or six events? She, yeah, she did five events over in Japan. Yeah, but she like set out five events or something like that, right? It was a Oh, bunch. she set out four of them. Oh, she set out four of them. Okay, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And 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 I, it got me to thinking like, man, like back in the day when we was growing up, there would have been no sitting out. Coaches would have been like, heck no, you're playing every possession. You're doing every event. And now yeah. it's, we've become more aware and more mature and we're like, hey, people are really going through things. They could sit out. But it sparked a thought in me. And I'm not saying Simone Biles. I'm just using that as an example that brought the spark. Have we overcorrected to where now, not Simone, but people, I coach sports. Are we sitting people out instead of having them push through? Like, has our push through overcorrected to where we are no longer saying fight through it? Because at one point we were saying fight through everything. Now we're almost saying fight through nothing. So you're talking about the fact that people deal with the situations from the sideline. Like for Simone in particular, we're going to talk about her. Because you know what I'm saying? On the real, I got mad love for Simone Biles. She is the one of the best, if not the best, Olympian that we've had, you know what I'm saying, represent the, the red, white, and blue. Absolutely. So she did her thing in the past. She did her thing this year, too. You know what? No knock on her. I understand what she dealt with. And, you know, I don't understand the back. Oh, man. How she got talked so bad about. Do you Did you hear or read some of the things that we're talking about with Simone? Right. Until they finally figured out what she's dealing with. Like, she could have potentially killed herself. But <laughs> right. the backlash that she got was like she was the worst person ever for not wanting to step out there and, and represent for red, white, and blue for that flag. And like, come on, man. She she got twisties. She right. she has some issues. Right. Why are y'all tripping on her taking a uh what do you call that? See again, people, I'm, I'm losing <laughs> my words. Right. But she took a, a a day for herself or a few days for herself so she could get right. Like her health and her safety should come first before right. we worry about any of these games. People, they're games. What is she gonna come back home to after winning the gold medal? 
because y'all don't represent us when we come back after winning 100 meters. Y'all don't represent us when we come back if we get a gold in a pole vault or whatever. Right. But yeah, she's supposed to go out there and potentially kill herself or something like this. Right. That's just something to think about. That's not what the subject is, but there's something to think about. So, so the over, yeah, I agree with you. Everything like, like they were saying that, you know, if you're not mentally ready and you're in the air doing those twists and everything, you can come down wrong and you could really hurt yourself or potentially kill yourself if you like falling your head or your neck. So I agree. The, the point is though. So like back in the day when me and you were balling, we were playing sports, we were doing whatever. It didn't matter. It, it could be sport or it could be, you know, outside in the backyard with pops, right? Yeah. Like, like dad, my leg is bleeding, man. Like, like, <laughs> like, 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 there's blood. like the bone is exposed and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. put some dirt on it and keep pushing through. You that's are a, right. That's we don't go extreme. to the hospital only Monday, son. So you better figure it out. <laughs> right. Right. So that's an extreme. Right. But, but we've, but I think we've almost overcorrected to where I got a small boo-boo. So I'm going to sit out for three days as well. That's an overcorrection. So both of them are extreme. And I think in extremes comes a lot of negativity, right? And mm -hmm. we don't just have to use physicality as well. I, we, I'll, I'll take one. Uh, I'll take another swing out of here. Like whoopings. We had the whoopings episode in, in season one, right? right? So what was happening back in the day was abuse, right? Extension cords, <laughs> fly swaters, race, car race tracks. tracks, leather yeah. belts. Flip that flops. is abuse. Now, now come yeah. on, black people. We know that that's what our parents did, and we love our parents, right? And we love them, and they did the best they could with what they had. That's abuse, all right? Both of those things can be true. But we've almost overcorrected to the point where now kids aren't getting whooped at all. Or And I'm, I, there are still kids being abused. So I'm just talking about in generalities, right? So kids are not getting whooped at all or nearly as much. And it's been an overcorrection. And I think that has something to do with the behavior issues. We talked about how the whoopings in the first, the first season had something to do with some discipline, but now we've almost overcorrected where we're not disciplining at all. So I'm just wondering, do you see overcorrections in this world we living in today? Uh, yeah, I do see the overcorrections. I feel like our schools are kind of softer too. There's a lot of things that I know there's a lot of bad stuff that happens in the world that causes our our societies to change and make adaptations because of the issues that are out there. But there is an issue when those adaptations overcorrect and make the issue worse in the opposite direction. Yes, our kids are in danger. Let's be real. You know what I'm saying? Columbine and things like that are something that's always on our minds, something we need to worry about, something we need to be concerned about because our children are vulnerable. But my goodness, there's a lot of overcorrections going on in these schools where these counselors can't really do much. These deans can't really say much because they're worried about the kids coming back with a trench coat on. Like, look, man, right. some of these kids need to be sent home. Some of these kids need to be dealt with yes. in some situations. Because I was just uh, I was at my homeboy's um, mom's memorial and he and his brother talked about dealing with paddling more his brother than anything. because His brother is 10 years older. Like they still got paddling 10 years before us, probably less than that. Yeah. We have nothing like that in school. Not saying that paddling was right, but that was only a decade difference, man. Right. And there's a big difference from his era to our era to our kids' eras. Right. So who is to say what's right? Well, I'll give you that. But at the same time, there's a lot wrong too on I both ends of the spectrum. 
Right. I'm I'm to say the way we were getting beat back. And now you notice I said beat. We were getting beat back in the day <laughs> is wrong. And yeah. I'm okay with saying not chest like physically chastising kids today is wrong. I think both are wrong. We've gone to the extremes and, and neither extreme is good. Okay. So, so I'll, I'll give you, I'll, I'll, you know, let the people in to how I even overcorrect. Cause I think not only society, right? Like we just mentioned those two examples. I'm going to talk about how I overcorrect. So everybody on the pod, all the fans know Rev doesn't want kids, right? But do we never really dig into the true psychological and emotional reasons why I don't want kids. I work with kids. I get my nephew. I kick it with your kids. Like it, like I've always been around kids. It is my, it is a, it is a uh, purpose and mission from God for me to impact the lives of young people. I said that on the talk to me episode in season one. So I know that, but why, why I don't want kids of my own. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I wanted to break in. So please give the people the information. Cause I know a lot of people are wondering, cause you are a guy who holds a lot of wisdom. You are a person mm-hmm. who is learned. You have gone through school. You mean, shoot, I'm about to be calling you doc here soon. Right. So why are you so against having kids, man? Tell the people what's up. So it all goes back to my father. My my father. I, I told you guys on the Talk to Me episode that I will never, I will never disrespect my father. I will always honor him. We don't have the best relationship because not because I've done anything wrong, but because he is absentee. And let's just be honest. My father doesn't want me. Uh, we can we can sit up here and say, oh, he's struggling this, that man, when it boiled down to a grown people going to do what grown people going to do. And he wanted right. if he wanted to be in my life, he could. I've never told that man he cannot be in my life. OK, I've always left the door open. The last X amount of times that me and my father have talked, I've been the one to reach out to him, except when my mom died, he did reach out to me. I asked him to do a couple things. He didn't do it. It is what it is. But there's an overcorrection. He didn't want me. So I don't want any kids. I know that's messed up. I know everybody say, Rev, you would be a good father, man. You would be good. And even the ladies like, man, your DNA need to be passed on. It is the truth, right? Oh boy, here we oh, go. Oh, stop hating, right? <laughs> but no, but on a, on, a more, on a more serious note, like I understand that that's an overcorrection, but it's an overcorrection I haven't been able to shake. And I'm gonna tell y'all this right now. Y'all can go ahead and pray for me that that overcorrection be fixed. I'm going to pray right against that. And we're going to see who God listened to. Because I am not. Y'all going to be like, oh, please. Let me <laughs> no, no, no. I'm right there. God, please. In the name of Jesus. Anyway. But no, seriously. Wow. It's an overcorrection, right. man. And, and I recognize that a lot of the reasons why I don't want children for myself, the primary reason why I don't want children for myself is because my father doesn't want me. Now, I have the greatest stepdad in the world. Y'all know, everybody that know me personally know how I feel about some Gregory Allen Lewis. That is my dude. That Uh is my dude. That is my dude. That is my dude. But even he is so cool that he's like, that's your father. I understand you want a relationship with your father, et cetera. But it's to the point where I've overcorrected. And that's why I don't want children. All right. I can dig that, man. But I understand that with that overcorrection, but there's plenty of other overcorrections. I feel like with our, here, for example, let's go tech. You cool with that? Yeah, so check this out. So, okay. so with technology, man, you know what I'm saying? Have you noticed how with people and connecting with people, and we, you know, we used to have a whole lot of face-to-face talks. We had a whole lot of, hey, let me catch up with you here or there. And in between, there's no talking because there's no cell phones. There's no, I mean, there was email, but come on, are you going to sit at that CPU? 
Like, hey, are you going to sit at that laptop? Or, or no, ain't no laptop. It's my fault. But yeah, are you going to sit there at the computer waiting for email? Let me say this. When there was cell phones, yeah, yeah. you remember the T9 texting? You had to text. You had to hit. In order to get C, you had to hit. Uh, That's two, right. Hit three times. Three times. Two, three, yeah. Hey, I can't text you wrong. I'm gonna just call you. Right? I'm gonna just call you. Because <laughs> it's so much easier. So okay. that right there, that interpersonal conversation. You know, what I'm saying the fact that we would call and talk to each other more often. Because I would be on the phone mm-hmm. with my guy for hours. Yeah. Me and Beezy. You know, what I'm saying that's my yeah. guy, brother, y'all. Me and Beezy be on the phone for hours because we can't just text back and forth with the conversation we're gonna have. Not with us. No, not at all. I'd be there forever. <laughs> but the conversations went deeper because we were right there with each other. It might as well be together. Same thing when I would call you, like, hey man, right. I ain't we ain't had no sex message. Matter of fact, people, I didn't get a cell phone, my own cell phone, until I was a sophomore in college. Right. Kids are getting cell phones now. My daughter is in sixth grade, all of her class, just about all of her class. Yep. has cell phones yep. to the point where the teacher has to put rules in the syllabus to send home to the parents that your cell phone can be used a certain time. Right. That was a foreign idea to us, but that is everyday things for these kids. And, and so what do you, how do you think that's affecting our personal communication? Cause from what I see when I'm talking to kids and even when I'm talking to young adults, and I would say even people in church twenties, like they don't look me in my eye when they talk to me. I don't know. I don't know if you get that, but I, I'm saying like, man, do you not know how to have a conversation? Do you not know how to like, what do you do on a job interview? I'm just wondering what yeah. you, what's your experience? Yeah. Yeah. See, 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 that's something I'm dealing with too, when I'm dealing with these guys and I'm mentoring. So I'm teaching them things like that. Eye contact is a, is a form of respect. It's a form of power too, to show them that I respect you enough to look you right in the eye and say that, no, sir, I'm not going to do that hey, I need to get paid at this time in the right amount. But these kids looking down at their phones, they're looking away, looking this and that away. So I feel like you don't care or you're scared to look me directly in the eye and tell me what you want. Mm. So that Mm -hmm. is part of them growing up, not dealing with having those direct conversations, those personal conversations where you Mm. look in the person in the eye and sitting there with them. Now, 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 people, before you get too deep, I have my sociology classes where we talked about the fact that men interact a lot more often shoulder to shoulder and women interact a lot more face to face. Right. That's not sure. what I'm dealing with here. So if those who don't understand, I'm going to bring you in. Men deal with each other more with another event in front. So you have yes. the game in front that we're both looking at, but shoulder to shoulder, we're having a lot of conversation, a lot of interpersonal stuff are happening. Ladies interact over a cup of coffee. Uh, all right, ladies, don't get mad at me. This is generalized. This is right. not every one of you. But overall, ladies interact with a, you know what I'm saying, table where they're looking directly at each other. So right. their chairs are face-to-face where they're having more interpersonal conversation. They're looking each other in the eye, right. which on the real, ladies, y'all have deeper uh, connections with each other. Right. It's, it's nothing against that. Shoot, maybe we guys need to learn some more of that. But we have our own connection. Right. But that's just the way things are. More face-to-face conversations and contact gives deeper interaction, deeper connections, uh, more personal relationships. So with these kids now dealing with more of their cell phones and they'll text half a sentence, uh, right. a few words, if whole words at that, are you up? Come on, y'all. Those can be a full words, but they're really letters. a couple letters. What is it, like four, four letters? You yeah. and then UP. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Exactly. Yeah, I- I, I agree with what you're saying, man. Like there is a overcorrection to where we're not like people don't know how to talk to each other. 
right? They know how to talk through a phone, through their fingers, Instagram, right. like, so, so it would be to the point where, I mean, past, you know, a couple years or whatever, I'll go out, meet a young, meet a young squeeze. And yeah, I say young squeeze and I'm still an old man, right? So meet a young squeeze, right? And I know you didn't use squeeze, man. Yeah, my older cousins use squeeze, man. I'm trying to catch up with you, old man. You know I how know I you go. didn't throw me in there. All right. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I got an old soul though. Right. Right. But, but no, when I, when I met a young lady or something and you know, younger than me, and instead of exchanging numbers, she's just like, follow me on Instagram. I don't want to follow you on Instagram. First of all, I don't want to follow you. Let's, let's get there. Let's get there. <laughs> that's, a different, that's a different thing. That's a different that's thing. That's a whole other episode. We're right going to get in trouble for that, but I don't want to follow chapter. you, first of all. Okay. And second of uh -huh. all, let me get your direct contact so we can, so we can hang out. And, it, and there is an overcorrection. Uh, there's another overcorrection out that, that we actually talked about already. And that's the, that's the cancel culture overcorrection now i'm not going to dig into why like how we cancel cancel culture but i think cancel culture is an overcorrection to people being too loose with the lip and saying whatever they want because when people are too afraid to speak their mind there can never be growth they may have these ideologies and these different ways of thinking about us as black people but they never want to say them so we'll never go and be able to correct the behavior one of my best friends is i, I won't use her name on here yes is this white woman. She is, I, I love her. You know her. That is my sister, right? Me and her have some of the right. deepest conversations because there is a safe space for her to say things to me. Now, she's not racist, but there, there, there's some things that maybe, especially like now she's really good. But when we met 11 years ago, there's some things that if she would have said 11 years ago now, she would get canceled. But the, the space between her and I is so safe that when she says it, I can say, okay, wait a minute, let's talk through it. And vice versa. Y'all think I say some crazy things about like the feminine masculine thing now. No, I'm For tamed. Sure. I'm tamed, <laughs> right? Because she okay. didn't cancel me because she had to teach me, Rev, no, this is how things go with that feminism thing. This is how you not treat a woman, but this is how you should look at femininity in, in 2020, 2021 type stuff. So y'all heard that Rev knows he says some stuff off the wall. Y'all ain't got to keep texting him. Y'all <laughs> ain't got to keep that. calling him. All right. He knows. I know. Leave I'm him a, alone. I'm work in progress. I told y'all this is fact, therapy. This is few therapy. of y'all that hit me up, like, what's he saying, man? Hey, that's who he is. He's learning. He's growing. Well, Don't cancel. <laughs> no, man. I hear I you there. I know. So with this overcorrection, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of overcorrections that's going on in society. So we talked about... Uh, the overcorrections with emotions and feelings with Simone Biles. We talked about the overcorrection between stuff between your dad and yourself. Yep. Matter of fact, I could talk about me and my pops, but y'all, I'm going to tell y'all that's a scab that ain't healed just yet. I ain't ready to dig into that. Which is but fair. there is some overcorrections going on there too. Um, we talked about tech and our personal communication between each other because, you know, we went from totally going to sleep on the phone with your female talking about no, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang <laughs> yeah. up. So we went from yeah. that to just texting real quick. So now we go on to some, another overcorrection. So how do you feel about discipline with the kids? You know what I'm saying? We already had the episode on whoopers. And y'all, right. I mean, we, we both talked about getting whoopers. We talked right. about those around us getting whoopers. Uh, shout out to my sister who got upset about the fact that I told everybody she got more whoopers than me. Um, but she did. But anyway, um, so abuse versus the other side of making these soft kids now i feel right. like my kids you know what I'm saying my little guy i, I know if y'all listened to the last episode my little guy is kind of tough you know what I'm saying? he became a bully and i'm trying to correct that but 
overall, kids aren't getting beat or whooped like we were. You know what I'm saying? We talked about the extension cords. We talked about the flip-flops. We talked about the switches and everything coming out the tree. Y'all understand how traumatic that is to go get the weapon that's going to beat your butt with? But anyway. I never got hit with a switch. My mom was like, if anybody ever hits you with a switch, tell me I'm going to go fight them. Like, my mom, that's the one thing my mom was not playing. You don't hit me no tree branch. What are we doing? That's absurd. Anyway, continue <laughs> on with up. your story. I'm, I'm glad your mama did that. I, on the other hand, felt quite a few uh, wood fibers on my behind. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to talk about, you know what I'm saying, hey, is there an overcorrection with that, the way we deal with our kids, the way we don't really give them whoopings like we used to? Is there an overcorrection to the way we treat them and send them to out? Uh, I'm sorry. I said out of bounds. I meant timeouts instead of giving them real discipline. I and not saying that what's going on now is not real discipline because I ain't going to lie. My kids are getting few and far between as far as whoopings compared to me and my siblings did. Right. But occasionally, you know what I'm saying, in this house, you're going to get it if you deserve it. Right. You just got to earn it. But we ain't going to give it to you just willy-nilly. So we other kids how do you feel about that overcorrection so, ahead, so i know i know i mentioned whoopings earlier but you're hitting a different point like i mentioned i mentioned whoopings to like like we don't discipline them in their bad you're saying at least at least what you i heard you say i heard you use the word soft like are we making our kids too soft because we because because the, the, the whooping there was a callousing a little bit and not uh -huh, just a callousing uh -huh. physically but like it toughened you up do i think we have a softer generation in general. Yeah. Now, yeah. hold on a second. Hold on, let's fix this. Pop's generation, too hard. Them dudes were tough. But you got bleeding down the leg. They, they do not care. I got some stories about my pops and his family. My goodness. We'll go ahead with that. They were right, rough. Right, right. So, do, so do I think we're making a, a softer, we can't deal with thing? Yeah. And I do think, I do think that's an overcorrection. And like I've been saying, the overcorrection there, there brings negativity. We should not overcorrect. The thing is you want to correct it, right? But I wonder, and I'll pose this back to you because you were just asking me, have we made a soft generation? I wonder, do you have to overcorrect to regulate and it, for it to be calibrated correctly? I don't what know do the mean? answer to that. So for what, example, for, for, so, for, so for the example, with, with let's take the example of mental health, okay? And before... There was no reason to sit out of a game because you were nervous. Now everybody gets to sit out of a game if they're nervous. Do we? So we had one extreme. Do we have to combat one extreme with another, or in order for it to regulate correctly in the middle? Do we need a little bit of overcorrection for it to, for for the water to actually find its find its lowest level, right? In okay. order for the, I'm I'm wondering. I want to leave you with that before we close. So you're talking about one extreme where we're dealing with football players like Ronnie Lott who cut off his finger in order to get back into the game. That's that crazy. was an extreme. Okay. <laughs> right. And then we did. <laughs> right. I mean, my goodness. They talk about toughness. Right. You know, that was when I was a 49ers fan. When I heard that, like, whoa, that's what I got to aspire to. I don't I'm love like, it that much. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> All right. So he cut off his finger in order to get back in the game. And then we deal with people who don't want to deal with the media in situations like my man Marshawn Lynch, man. Hey, that's my guy. Straight Cali, dude. And he going to tell you for real, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Right. Hey, man, that right. was the hardest stuff he ever right. did. Yeah. But that is that on the other side of being soft. You can't sit here and talk to these reporters. You can't give them the answers they want. Or we can talk about my girl, you know what I'm saying, U.S. Open. 
Oh, wow. I'm drawing Naomi, a blank on her name, Osaka. man. Naomi Osaka, because we talked about her before. Hey, hey, hold Naomi. on, hold on a second. Y'all, yeah. his drink is really getting him today. It's all hey. right. Go ahead. He forgot the woman's name. Go hey, ahead, bro. That's that strong island. Y'all don't know nothing about that. <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, so yeah, Naomi, you know what I'm saying? She was doing her thing, and I totally understand what she was going through, because sometimes you can't deal with these people in your face asking stupid questions. Do you understand the position I'm sitting in? Do you understand the pressure that is on me to be in this? But Naomi says, we got you. We understand. So people, as usual, we tell y'all to go ahead and do your own thing with these. These are just jump off points. So take these conversations and have your own conversations. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Reach out to your friends and your family. Uh, Make sure y'all understand that, you know what I'm saying? These are just points these are topics for y'all to think so think for yourselves it ain't just for you to listen to us and have your own or have our thoughts as your thoughts have your own thoughts so again this is the black minds matter podcast hang with man rev i'm mac and we're gonna leave y'all with peace and love we out what's up everybody this is rev and you just listened to another chapter of the black minds matter podcast if you like what we're doing over here please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Also, we would like to connect with you. If you have questions about today's episode or topics you would like to hear Mac and I discuss, please reach out to us via email at thenile.est1981 at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram at thenile.est1981. Holler at y'all later. Peace.